I am Araceli, a wealth advisor, real estate investor in the United States and Canada, and creator of Wealthy Women in Real Estate. Every week, I meet with Colette, a real estate broker and a real estate investor in Canada. We come together to talk about all things real estate investing and how to increase your wealth. Join us. Welcome, everyone. This is Araceli, wealth advisor and real estate investor in the U.S. and Canada. And in my chat with Colette today, we have an interesting subject. But before you do that, make sure that you subscribe to the channel. You're going to help us out a lot because we bring you a lot of information. So the more you subscribe, the more you can help us to continue to have this channel alive. Colette, can you introduce yourself and let us know what we're talking about today? Yes, of course. Hi, everybody. My name is Colette Rabba. I'm a residential real estate broker in the GTA. I have a little puppy uh, making some noise at my feet, so I'm sorry. <laughs> He's a little disruptive, but I'll try and not let him uh, uh, get in the way of what we want to talk about today, which is something that I put together. I recently did... Uh, a wedding show like a, a little showcase um, at a wedding venue that you know where brides and grooms would come and meet people like me florists uh, wedding planners things like that um, so basically um, I would I, I'm assuming that people want to live together when they get married <laughs> that's the ideal <laughs> yeah so possibly and they they'll probably eventually buy something so and they would they would be considered first-time home buyers so uh, it doesn't mean that people watching right now have to be married if you want to invest in a property and live there with your sister with um, your partner that you're not married to uh, you know, we don't want to, <laughs> we don't want to convince people to get married just to buy property. You don't have to. Yeah. So and especially now, it's, and if you are in the GTA in the Toronto area, it is harder. And a lot of people are looking to get together to buy it. Sometimes even two couples could buy a bigger house to live in there. And of course, you know, if you get along well, this is uh, the way to get into the market. Right, absolutely, and that's the most important thing. I'm glad. So this you said is basically that. for somebody that wants to buy with a partner or partners. Yes, absolutely, yeah. and even um, so, so across the board, first-time homebuyers, right? So, it, if you are a first-time homebuyer, you don't all have to be first-time homebuyers. So, even if you're a couple and one person has already purchased something and someone else hasn't, this is something that you really want to discuss with one another if there is any kind of partnership. So I have a little um, presentation. I'm going to share my screen. So let me know if you can see it. How's that? I'm going to make it big. Can you see that? Yep. Okay, so there you go. So very generically, three tips to to uh, for first-time homebuyers. So <laughs> I'm laughing because of this picture. It's very generic. <laughs> So it's kind of like you have no money, you've already bought a house, now you gotta like just put some stuff in there. <laughs> so but anyway, just ignore the pictures. That was part of the presentation. Uh anyway, so really three very simple things, but within each one of them, there's quite a lot of detail. And uh we just want you to know what steps to take before you even get involved in um deciding if you want to buy something with someone. And that's your financial preparedness. So I'm going to let Araceli talk about that. She's the expert with that. 
this is actually the very the most important thing and the people that most people neglect the most because we really sometimes we just don't want to look at our finances but the more you look at it and the farther away from buying a property you look into your finances the better you will be because you not only have to look at your finances and what you could buy but also your credit score if your credit score is not in good shape then you need to work on it and it doesn't get better overnight so you have right. to do certain steps and do certain things in order to get it ready so don't neglect it make sure that you understand where you're situated financially so so this is this is it you know what you can afford so you can do a mock-up of what it will cost you if we have this mortgage this you know property taxes and so on so you can see okay this is what it's going to cost me can i afford it comfortably Right now, if you're looking for the down payment or you're saving for the down payment, take a look at where you're going to get that from. Uh, if you have any debt, that this is the perfect time to look at it and see if there's any way that you can pay it off quickly or doing consolidation. There's lots of ways that you could do to get that under control, and of course, the timing right? like, you gotta make sure that you are doing this in certain timing. Well, you have to do, that's why you need to talk to someone uh, like Araceli, because if you're not ready, let's say people plan out a wedding. So, you know, to go back to uh, the wedding planning part of things, don't forget you're going to marry this person, or even if you're going to be a partner with that person, are you going to inherit their debt? Yes. And vice versa. So if you have student debt, if you have a car loan, if you are, let's say, paying a um, you know, child support f with someone else. These are all the hard questions. I'm sorry to say you have to discuss before you get in bed or in a house <laughs> with someone else. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying? When you're, when you say, okay, let's be partners in whatever it is, either uh, buying a property or buying an income property even, are you going to have to deal with that other person's debt? And how are they with their finances? Yeah. Because if you might be stellar, you might be a saver, uh, that other person might not be, or other people. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen if you become a partner uh, in buying a property? And that's the other thing, too. Uh, let me go to tip number two. So when it comes to uh, tip number two, let me go back to tip number two is about house hunting. So that's where I come in. Uh, I have people get so excited about house hunting because they go to Pinterest and they go, oh, look, I want this house. I want this kind of look to this kind. I want 10 foot ceilings. I want a, a, a you know, a pool. I want this and that. And I'm go, okay, well, in what area? <laughs> like, how much money do you have? So it's always going to be about finances too. Where you want to be has to do with finances. So especially yeah, that's why everything touches money. And remember, yeah, that's right. Everything that you do is going to be related to your affordability. Right. And so unfortunately, you know, we would, some people would like to have like the bigger house, three, four bedrooms, you know, pool, everything else. But sometimes, especially in the GTA, you're going to have to be realistic. Your wishes versus your needs. So make sure right. that you have your needs taken care of. And then you can go back and talk to your realtor. But just, right. 
Call and, that, and this is the thing that I get the most from home from first-time home buyers, their level of comfort. So that's number three, their level of comfort for renos. If they want it all done and I want it magical and beautiful and I want, you know, to look out into this oasis garden and you don't want to touch anything, I'm sorry, you might not know how to do certain things, but at least if you have a level of comfort to say, oh yeah, you know what, I can paint or I can rip out carpet, or I can, uh, you know, do those small things that will make your house look better. Yep. I'm not talking huge renters, but know what your level of comfort is when you buy a property. Do you want a little fixer-upper, a tear-down? You want it all ready to walk in and you don't have to touch a thing. Yes. So know your level because that makes a huge difference when it comes to number two, which is want versus needs, which is, back to tip number one which is about how much you can afford so you may be able to find something in your area but it might need a lot of work so if you're willing to do the work and you're willing to say okay i need this location because it's close to my work it's close to my family da 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 but you know you can't afford it otherwise that's something that you really need to know what your level of comfort is and just like number one timing is everything because if you're not ready financially you're not ready to buy a house the market is ever changing too. We just had another jump in um, mortgage rates by a half percent, which is huge, which is really huge. People are starting to freak out. Uh, we're in the summer of uh, 2022 right now. So people are really freaking out. So I can see more signs coming up. There's more property. It's still, it, it's not quite a balanced market yet. I think there's still, so balanced market is when there's enough buyers and enough sellers and uh, people can take their time and, you know, actually pay the list price and not above the list price. <laughs> so like these are all things that you have to keep in mind with timing. Anyway, so once you're pre-qualified, you can talk to me, we can go through preferred locations, your wish list, your comfort zone, all that stuff, and then start looking for your perfect home. Absolutely, and the more prepared you are financially, the better off you're gonna be to get what you actually want. But right. yeah, just to go back to Colette's point, um, if you are handy and you are willing to do something, you might be able to get a property in a location that is better for you, that is closer, but it's more expensive, and you're going to get it for a little bit less money because you're going to be putting some sweat equity. So. Guess what? And guess what else? <clears throat> Excuse me. If you have a realtor like me that can look at a property and say, hey, you know what? We can rent out the basement. It's a simple renovation. We can put a wall here. We can yep. put it over here. You can build your equity in your house while you live there without feeling the stress of having to pay for all of it. That is something that is so important. A lot of realtors don't have that eye to, to be creative enough to say, you can have a renter in, let's look at the property, let's go and see where you can fit something in just to collect a little bit of money. It could be a room, it could be yep. a basement, it could be an attic space, it could be a garage, even to rent out a garage is possible in some locations. So that, when we talk, when we go back to number one, financials, huge. Even though you can't, uh, let's say, afford something in the area you want, if you add a rental income to it, could you get that property? So that's that's a big thing. So that number three, important. and that's what you need to have the right team. This is the next thing. 
right? If you have the right realtor like Colette, like Colette has a different set of eyes because she's also an investor. So <laughs> yeah, and not all realtors are the same. So you have to really look. And now in these times, we really need to be creative to be able to afford things. So that is the way that you can do it, really. But honestly, you know what? I, I say this about myself. I've owned the property I live in for 11 years. If I, and I, and I purposely bought this house because I knew I could make my basement, I could separate my basement and have a rental income coming in, in the basement. If I did that right away, when I first bought the house, I would not have a mortgage today. But, you know, don't want yeah. to say too much, but you know, whatever happened, happened yeah. and I can do it. So I only Things are different, right? Yeah. You know, I can't say shit happens, but maybe you can bleep that out. <laughs> anyway, but that's the thing. We can't worry about the past. This is the future. I started renting my basement a year, year and a half ago, roughly. And I haven't looked back. It's been a wonderful experience because I know how to vet tenants. I know how to take care of the property. I know what's to be expected. I know how much money's coming in. And I know the type of people that want this, this yeah. basement apartment. This is the thing, like you don't worry. You know, people are always worried about, oh, I'm gonna get a bad tenant and I won't be able to kick them out and the laws are so hard, da da da. That's a whole other story. This is what number three is about. Getting the right team to help you, not just find the property, but to get the paperwork written and and to protect yourself moving forward so there's a lot to be said about this tip i know it sounds funny to say this is what having a team means you want to be able to pick up the phone and and have those financial experts lawyers inspectors real estate people answer your questions like there's at any step of the game like there's not just okay the deal is done and that's it we are relationship building with our clients yeah. they can call us at any time to say hey we need to ask you this what do we do and it's just a second like Araceli said a second pair of eyes <laughs> you know to really say how can i look at this differently and and it doesn't hurt no absolutely if anything it helps you make decisions right exactly and sometimes in many times actually when you're didn't think that you could afford it you can because now you're going to be getting a second income that is going to help you uh, pay a portion of your mortgage or maybe the entire mortgage. I don't know. Right. Right. So all of these things, they need to be worked out. But just remember, make sure that the first thing that you work, even if you think that, you know, I don't have the down payment. Yeah, let's go I'm back. working okay. on your finances today, no matter what. Yeah, you don't have to wait to talk to uh, someone to get prepared with your finances. That is clear. Number one, you can talk to Araceli years in advance to say, yes. this is my goal. Share your goals with someone. And that's the thing. When you say, these are my goals, this is what I want to do. And, and, and when it comes to having a partnership or, you know, when you're getting married or if you're just going to live with someone, to have the same goals, that is the key. Super important. Yeah, not just in home buying, but also financial goals to say, listen, I want to pay off the mortgage. I want to be debt free by blah, blah, blah. This age, I want to retire by 50. I want to travel. How can I do this? How is it going to look? So to get that financial preparedness as a couple or even as a team, 
absolutely do. And I can tell you something, Colette. Yeah. The average couple. You always you always tell me lots of stuff. It's great. Yeah, the average couple usually spends about two years to get ready for a one day. You know, of course, if you're from another country that lasts maybe four or five days the wedding. I know. And two years planning this. Right. So if you are going to be buying a property or, the planning, or, or planning your retirement that is going to last, the average retirements last between 25 to 30 years. Take the time to plan it out. And the same yeah. house, it takes, you know, 25 to 30 years to pay it out. It's a financial responsibility that you're going to have for a long time. So make sure that you take the time to do it. So do it reverse, plan as much as you can for your retirement and for your house hunting than as much as you plan for your wedding. At least, right. At, at least. least, minimum. Yeah, yeah at least. And I, I, I can say that it's absolutely true. Um, and it's not everybody, you know, we're saying on average, but honestly, I, we saw at that wedding show, we saw, I'm going to stop sharing. But that's the thing. We saw people that were a year out, two years out, and that's yeah. when they start and planning. And you're doing all the preparation yeah. now. Yeah. So it's kind of like, really, that's great. But at the same time, what are you doing for your finances? Have you even had that conversation? How many couples have I have I spoken to where I said, you know, what's your debt like? And they look at me like, don't ask me that in front of, you know, like they might change their mind. I'm like, really? You yeah. haven't had that conversation? And this is the perfect time. Like even if you're not getting married, but if you're buying a property, you're basically signing a contract just like a marriage contract. That's right. And, and even if together. So this is the perfect time to review your finances and come clean to everything that you have because you can now do something and put a plan together. Right, right. That's and that's the thing is. too. And that's the thing. So number three is is get your team uh, prepared and, and have them, you know, in your pocket because the legalities of everything to say, okay, my parents are going to give us whatever, $50,000 towards a house. That should be written somewhere. If you need a prenup, it, you know, that should be written out to say, uh, you know, my, I had a gift from my parents. It's, there's yeah. so many things. There's so many layers to saying, I know you're laughing, but honestly, you don't know until it's too late. You're like, Oh, I know I, I'm laughing I because people, when people come to me, they say, Oh, I wish I knew that. But when they, they were ready to do it, they didn't want to look at it. Right. And this is the thing. You don't, you don't know what you don't know until it's you don't want to admit to yourself how much debt you have never yeah. mind like somebody else but you have to this is like it's only fair you're gonna you're gonna get into this relationship with this person you want to know what you're up against and that's the thing even if you live with people if you live with your partner and yeah. you invest in a property it's like you're married. So yeah. don't think that, oh, we live together and I put in 75% and that person is only paying 25%. Yeah. Doesn't work that way. At the end of the day, you're gonna, the, well, the court of law is gonna look at it 50-50, in Ontario at least. If you're yeah. in a different um, country or different uh, province, it might be a little bit different. Yeah. But make sure your paperwork is like right on. That's yeah. right. So make Not sure that anybody, <laughs> buy houses, please. Yeah, exactly. So make sure that you do review your finances, that you do a house hunt properly with your needs versus your wants, and then have the right team helping you towards everything. So I hope this helped today. And remember to subscribe. And if you 
are not a visual person and you like to listen to it, there's a podcast that has this information as well that you can listen at any time. So thank you, Colette, for putting this presentation together. This is very helpful for people. So we'll see you in the next one. Thanks, Colette. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.